look, here's all I'm saying is we're probably never going to read the books, so we got to give something to the fans of that series. <laughs> you can get what you, you want to give something. You want to give something to the fans of, of Game of Thrones? Well, I'm just saying we could talk about it. Because us talking about Games of Thrones, the only thing we're going to give fans of Game of Thrones is a reason to not listen to our podcast. <laughs> hey, maybe it might make them rethink, you know? Yeah. We're already in the process of trying to scare off Harry Potter fans. That's true. Oh, dude, I got something in my eye earlier, and it's like bugging yeah. the F out of me. It's your finger. You oh. should try pulling it away. Oh, it's so much better now. That Wow. That was incredible. How did you do that? I'm a doctor. Are you a doctor? Yeah, I am. I, I, again, I, there's just, uh, I, it's highly doubtful we'll ever read those books. So we might as well talk about it. Like, we, And we have talked about it in. Yeah, we've, we've uh, mentioned it. Oh, my God. In brief 20-minute stints in passing. Yeah. Ow. Sorry, this, this got way worse in these moments. Go wash your face. Like go splash no, some good. water in your face. No, we're fine. We're good. It's it's fallen into my body somewhere. <laughs> Remember what happens to stuff like that? Sorry, I know we're supposed to be talking about stories and books, but like when you have something in your eye and it doesn't come out, like where does it go? So actually, there is a process uh, inside of your body that if something gets behind your eye that's not supposed to be there, your eye will actually eat it. That's cool. Yeah, that's so you get, really cool. You get the fluid. The fluid that is behind your eye that your eye floats in is similar to digestive fluid. It's not. It's not like it doesn't have the same acid level. But right. Your the, the the tears in your eye have like a like a lot of obviously there's a lot of salt and uh, whatnot in that area. I I got it. Uh, my my tears are extra salty. <laughs> <laughs> so if you if you get something behind your eye, then your body your body will eat it. Huh. The more you know. Theoretically, if you what? lost an eye, you could sustain yourself by just stuffing food into your eyeball, but you'd probably get an infection. So I was like, something tells me theoretically you couldn't do that. If you could keep it clean enough, like if you could keep the bacteria from collecting it, you could eat through your eyeball. I just don't feel like you'd be able to get proper enough nutrition well your body would slowly end up dying but it would keep your brain alive because you'd be basically putting all kinds of proteins and uh carbohydrates into your brain and uh, your brain and, and there and, and there in that statement we get a philosophical question are you your brain or your body because <laughs> uh, if your body dies do you die see the it's a fascinating question, actually, about where, like, do when you when you die, uh, is is it like because we you have you have all the time like you have people whose bodies die, but then their 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 consciousness remembers everything that happens while they were dead. Like we've had instances where uh, individuals' hearts stop, their bodies are are functionally dead. But they recall the conversations that the EMTs were having while they were resuscitating them. Right. So it, it stands to reason, like, where where does your personality, where does you as a person begin and end? Well, and, and is consciousness something that is individualized, or is it something that just exists and we kind of 
like channel. So there, there's an interesting theory about the stream of consciousness that human beings as individuals are not necessarily individuals, right? But instead, right. there is the stream of energy that exists in the world. And we are funnels for that energy. Like there's yeah. there's a there's a series of energies that come into us and go out of us, and that this particular combination of energy that is funneling into you is what makes up your personality. So you don't actually, yeah. So you're more like a filter for the universe, and that filter then determines what kind of person you are, as right. opposed to anything else. And then that begs the question. Are you doing things because you want to do them or because so it's decided the the the, the whole the whole uh, the whole free will thing is such a silly argument to me like people talk yeah. about people talk about free will in in contest of like whether or not God exists right like the, right. for a lot of people philosophically speaking this is a determination as to whether or not an all-powerful being exists that created or didn't create us or you know whatever right <clears throat> but it's such it's such a silly it's such a silly discussion right because just because i know everything and i am all powerful and you know whatever else just because i know everything that's going to happen i can control everything that happens and i uh, i can see everything as it happens right all at once Right. That doesn't mean that I have control over it. It also doesn't mean that I decide those things. Right? That's yeah, that's a good point. Because that's a good point. Like because I I as a person, like I as a I as an individual being, I also still have free will. Right? And then when you when you tell when you talk about Theor like Chris, theoretically, theoretically. Yeah, theoretically speaking, if if the law of the universe is free will and everything in the universe has free will, then I hypothetically would also have free will, and why right. would I would get to decide and choose things? Now, with Christianity, that's get, get, that gets a little bit muddy because the 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 way that modern Christianity teaches is that uh, Elohim or Yahweh is so perfect that he cannot disobey his own rules, right? Right. Uh, we we see we see plenty of evidence that that says that that might be a little bit of a mistranslation as to what that means. Oh yeah, well that. That's, I think, a huge problem with, like, most religions, actually, is, especially ones that were were founded off of ancient texts that have been translated and translated and translated. Well, because at this point, it's not even translating. I try to bring this up to people all the time when it comes to Gaelic, because I get people who correct my Gaelic grammar all the time. Right. Uh, and I don't know if you, I don't know how much you know about Gaelic grammar, but uh, we don't have solid documentation on this yes yeah. there's there's there is next to no documentation on gaelic grammar and and pronunciation right. and language rules like for the longest time they did they for the longest time they didn't believe that gaelic had a written language because they didn't understand how to read ogham and it's only been in the last like 30 years that there's been any significant study into om and how it's read and what it means and yeah. The information, like, if you take what what is known about English by way of, like, what we teach and what is known about Gaelic, like, it, it's it's like a small cottage in the country next to the Empire State Building. Like, right. it's, it's just a massive, massive difference. But you'll still get people who will, you know, turn up their nose 
if if you don't pronounce something the way that, that they do. Oh, and that's yeah, the, yeah, of course. That's that's a big thing for for Irish people and Scottish people. Um, <clears throat> but the the whole the whole the, the, like it's 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 possible to be an expert on on what you were taught, but in these things, it's impossible to be an expert on what actually was. Well, yeah, because we'll never know. Right. It's it's what like like we have literally like prior to the invention of cameras and no, no it's prior to the invention of cameras, everything that has been documented up until that point is not only uh, someone else's perspective of what actually happened. It's also their interpretation of what actually happened, whether that be painting or written documentation of something. So you have so many filters and a lot of stuff is like third party accounts of someone else who actually witnessed something. And then that person wrote down what that person said happened or something like that. So, and, and then we're like, well, this happened for sure. It's like, did so it though? There, there's a funny, there's a funny philosophical, a, there's a funny know. philosophical saying, um, and I'm not sure how widespread it is, but it says Greeks and gorillas have small dicks. Right. Okay. Right. So. Okay. Now, what what this means is that with gorillas, gorillas' uh, ability, like the the attraction of a gorilla uh, to other gorillas, like female gorillas, is the ability to create a lot of children that are very strong. So mm -hmm. female gorillas find large testicles and a smaller penis to be attractive. Like gorillas' average penis size is like one and a half inches. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I've heard that before. So, uh, so <laughs> I want my man to have gorilla dick. <laughs> Woo! <-hoo! laughs> we're, we're, we're halfway there. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. But the the other thing is that the, the reason why all Greek statues are are uh, sculpted with the 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 men being like really refined muscles like m muscular structure, but having small penises, is because the Greeks and the Romans f determined that having a larger penis was animalesque because of like horses, right. So having a large penis made you less intelligent and less of a man to the Greeks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they knew what was up. <laughs> Full support. So, <laughs> so it's it's this it's this idea that that ideas are constant is what is what gives gets us this this confusion, right? Right. So th this this whole idea of uh, of do we have free will or not being the determining factor as to whether or not we we you know there is a god or there isn't a god it's just a silly discussion because like yeah whether or not you have free will there's nothing you can do about it right <laughs> so it's such a stupid like it's a it's such a pointless discussion because whether there <laughs> whether there is a god or isn't a god there's nothing you can do about it right. Like these these types Never. of philosophical discussions are are so meaningless. Like if you spend more than an hour trying to convince somebody that God does or does not exist 
when they don't want to know, you're you're literally wasting your life. Right. Like you you and everything around you is a total fucking waste of space. Like look, which I, is a which is hold on, which is a perfect I'll let you finish that in just a second, which is a perfect segue into what this podcast is actually supposed about, to be about. <laughs> which is Game of Thrones. Alright, can finish your sentence. Yeah. <clears throat> <laughs> well, because the not specifically Game of Thrones, but yeah, it's probably going to be the main point of discussion. But the, the whole the whole point being is that like if somebody wants what religion has to offer, and usually religion is a way of finding structure, right? Religion, like yeah, absolutely. It, like it, it, mo- like some some religions are very cultural. Like obviously Judaism and Islam, those are very cultural religions. But then you right. have you have religions like Buddhism, which is cultural. Buddhism is very cultural, but Buddhism is one uh, of the. It depends on where you're at, right? I feel Buddhism and Christianity are the are the two biggest religions that are practiced by people outside of their developmental culture, right? Right. So you you get a lot of you get a lot of Buddhists and a lot of Christians who like aren't born in the Middle East or who aren't born in Asia, right? So these are these are these are two religions that find a lot of a lot of practice outside of their developmental cultures, yeah, and. You people go into them because they're trying to find meaning and structure, right? So if you're going yeah. into if you if you're going into it to find meaning and structure, great. And if you're very open about those religions and and how they make you feel and trying to share that with people, great. That's what those that's that's the, a part of the practice of those religions. If you're trying to force people who don't want it to be a part of it, you're 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 being antithetical to the purpose of the religion. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like, like, Jesus Christ uses the, the example of you must be fishers of men, right? Lay mm-hmm. down your swords, for you must be fishers of men. Right. And, and the, 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 whole, the whole point there being is if you, if, you, if you give them something that is beneficial to them, if you show them something that is, is beneficial to them, and they want it, they'll come for it. Not every fish is going to go for the worm on the hook, and you're not going to oh, catch yeah. every fish. Not every not every fish will end up in the net. Yeah, exactly. But if you show them a benefit, and it genuinely does benefit them, because whether the fish knows it or not, it's 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 getting it is getting a a, a decent sustenance most of the time, right? Like if your bait's not large enough, a lot of time you won't catch a fish. Right. So it has to be worth it for the fish to come in, and then obviously yeah. that's the end of the fish's life. So it's not a great metaphor, but. <laughs> The, the idea is there, but in the in the in the parables that in. that Jesus uses in the Bible, he's basically saying like, "Oh, well, this is the end of your old life, and you're coming into your new life, right?" So that's yeah, why that's yeah. where the, the 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 contrast is supposed to be. But if pe- people don't understand the the metaphorism there, then it yeah, it's not a great metaphor. Yeah, true uh, <laughs> enough. So my my point being is that if you if you spend these times like, what what do you gain from convincing people that there's no God? Um, headache. Well, I mean, like, if I mean, if, if, if I'm if I'm an atheist and I want to go around and oh, sorry, hold on, no. I misunderstood your question. Yeah. I, I I heard what do you get from arguing with people? I don't know why that's where my. Yeah. I mean, yeah, uh, either way, yeah, it's a headache. But yeah, you 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 don't inherently gain anything from convincing people that their god, whichever god people worship, you you gain nothing from convincing them their gods don't exist. Like, you yeah. can talk about historical evidence and, and whatever else, but the fact of the matter is, religions are based off of faith, regardless. Yeah. Whether you're talking right. about pagan religions, Buddhism, uh, 
any any of the Judeo like any of the the the, the Abrahamic religions like right. you they are based off of faith. We don't have a, a direct line of validation of proof and of evidence, which people always get those things confused too, and that bothers me. But there's a difference between evidence and proof. Evidence is how you prove something, but just because you have evidence doesn't mean it is proof. Right. Which is, you know, like, I, I talk about this on TikTok all the time. Like, it really bothers me. People don't understand the function of science. Well, well and you can also, like, evidence... In a lot of cases, especially when talking about something that can't technically be proven, evidence can be very subjective. <laughs> right. Because, like, you can you because you can take two examples, or, or you can take one example, and for lack of a god or there being a god, the same point. And make make a, a argument that this is this is evidence. It's proof. So I, I I don't have I don't have a direct reference for this. So I'm probably going to put my foot in my mouth. But there was a point. I believe it was the Catholic That's never Church happened before. There was a point where the Catholic Church was trying to convince people that dinosaurs didn't exist, and this was like 150 years ago. This was a long time ago. Right. But they were trying to convince people that dinosaurs didn't exist. That God would never make a creature capable of, of, no, you're of you're, reaching your time your timelines off there oh wait no hold on no we i don't remember i don't remember i don't source? it was the either the late 1800s or the early 1900s it was it was no no and it was it was after the discovery of the first dinosaur skeletons right that's what i'm saying but like we've only known about dinosaurs for like i think i think like about 100 years roughly roughly uh, yeah. We'll we'll say a hundred. We'll say hundred fifty. So I've got, I've got the Googles. Hey, we, we, so let's we've go got ahead. The Googles. I think it might be about hundred fifty. Because what did I? Well, I was I, I uh, it was probably on TikTok or something. But I saw something or read something that was like George Washington didn't know that uh, dinosaurs existed, and I was like, wow, that's a weird fact. Uh, the first dinosaur fossil was found in 1677. But the first, the first, uh, the first discovery of dinosaur remains in North America was in 1854, so about 150 years ago. There we go. Okay. Yep. So, uh, and the first, the first dinosaur fossils were part of what gave way to the the the, the credence of dragons. Dude, on that note, <laughs> I love people concepting that. T-Rexes might have been dragons because of their little arms and they look like wings. Well, dude, it's possible. You have it you, is you, very possible. Have you seen these? Have you seen these videos of they they take they took a bunch of the the top professionals who take skeletons of dinosaurs and draw what they think they look like because that's where our that's where our idea of what dinosaurs look like comes from. Well, right, yeah, right. Uh, yeah. It's an artist concept. They took that and they gave them skeletons of dogs. What? Those aren't pictures right shit i know believe it or not the uh the take a picosaurus was not as popular back in the day uh, back, as back you might have thought <laughs> uh, any, any anyways the anyways, snap a selfie at dawn the snap a selfie at dawn was not uh, you know it was a very rare breed so right yeah there was um, <laughs> all of none of them <laughs> <laughs> so the uh 
it's it's entirely possible that some dinosaurs were in fact dragons, because they they like we we have proof of flying flying reptiles, right? Right. And uh, the, the I don't think that T Rexes necessarily could have been, but Velociraptor they, they, they could have been Velociraptors for sure. Because yeah. Velociraptors' bones, they like some of the Velociraptor species that they found, their bones are hollow like birds. So if right. they had large enough wings, yeah, they definitely, definitely could have been. How um, much more ter- How much more terrifying is that than it not being? Like, right? Like, dude, it's like it's like, like it's, 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 dude. It 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 takes ter- like the the terrifying factor of a raptor, and it's like, all right, that's cool. How about ten orders of magnitude more scary? Right. Well, and the other thing is, is that like we find we find lots of bone fragments that we don't know where they come from. Right. Like when they when they find dinosaur like burial sites, like the sinkholes and whatnot, because fossilization, I don't think people realize like how complex of a process fossilization is like it requires a creature to die very quickly to be compressed with a certain amount of water and to to be out so far outside of the elements that other things, including bacteria, can't get to it. excuse me thank you so it it, like it's the reason why we don't have an exceptional number because i think about it we maybe have in the world maybe like a million or so fossils but there have been over uh, over a trillion creatures that have lived and died over over the course of the 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 recorded history yeah Right. right, like of of what we can see, there's had oh, well over a trillion things have lived and died. Yeah. So, to only have roughly a million or so fossils of things that had once been alive, that that is a, that's a fraction of a fraction of things that existed. Barely scratches the surface. Right, and when you and when you when you and when you concept that a good number of those fossils are less than two thousand years old, like. Yeah. The, the, like I'd say I would wager that probably 50% of the stuff that we have has died in the last 2,000 years. Well, I mean, a lot of, a lot of the stuff has come from the exi- like the, the uh, populace of humanity increasing right. going extinct. Yeah, like, exactly. Like there, there's a lot of like megafauna that, you know, 10,000 years ago, they were plentiful. They were everywhere. And now that there's literally like especially oh my god especially in australia there there's like 15 different animals that were like gigantic mm-hmm. massive mega yeah this 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 where they that's where they that's where they found the uh the mega sloth yeah which, yeah. Is, which is as big as you <laughs> right it's bigger than me the 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 the, the giant ground sloth they're like eight feet <laughs> Well, slouched, like, slouched over there, six and a half feet tall. Well, okay, well, yeah, fine. We're talking with, like that, but I'm just with their with their with their extent with with their spine extended. Yeah, I think there's something like eight eight and a half feet is the biggest one. Yeah, they're, one they're that freaking found. massive. Or, or yeah. the the giant kangaroo. I think they had another name for it, but the, those things were like ten feet or something like that. Yeah. Then you have like uh, the, the megalodon. Massive. Yeah, dude. That's like these massive creatures, but because of the like increased population and, and expansion of See, humanity. <laughs> I I actually I actually don't think that that's the reason. 
No, no, it is because no, no, no. Here, hear me out. This is like uh, Australia. There's, there's like a ton of evidence for it. Hold on. No, no, uh, no. I, I know what you. I know what you're saying. I'm, I'm saying I don't. I, I, I agree with you that like why the stuff went extinct. I don't think it's a result of people. No, but hear me out. Well, okay, go ahead, I mean, go ahead. I, like it, it is strictly because they didn't fear us. Mm-hmm. They didn't run away from us. That like everything that exists today, all the animals that exist today only exist today because they fear us. They run. <laughs> right. Like they don't stick around or no, I mean, no, that's actually no, it's it's literally that. It's like they they run away. Like when we would attack them. <laughs> right. But well, the, well, the reason the reason why these larger things don't exist anymore, like why we don't see them, at least not very often. Like when we get giant fish, what, where 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 do giant fish end up coming from? Like deep. Yeah, deep. either either deep ocean or heavily uncharted ocean, right? Right. Uh, what leads to us being able to to grow, like especially when it comes to uh, plant life, but is oxygen saturation. Right, things right. that grow in a in an oxygen rich environment end up getting bigger. Well, and right, but even but, even but, since even since twenty thousand years ago, the the amount of oxygen in the atmosphere has been cut in half. And why is that? Because so the way that oxygen is made is that it's absorbed by uh, the ocean right. and trees, right? Right. But. Trees only make up roughly 30% of the oxygenating, oxygenating that goes on, right? Right. The ocean and the bacteria in the ocean make up the majority of that. And we don't ever talk about that because if we did, we'd have to talk about like the giant trash swirls and shit in the ocean. Right. But right now, there is a higher content of carbon in the atmosphere and a lower content of, of oxygen. One, because of things being hotter... But the, the, the theory is that when, when the, the, the meteorite hit, now, we, we, obviously, there's, there's no evidence beyond the fact that we think a meteorite hit that a meteorite hit. Like, we don't have any giant craters that are big enough that it could have wiped out half the planet, right? Uh, yeah, we do. It's called Australia. <laughs> it's not nice to call Australia a giant crater, okay? They're real people just like the rest of us. Prove just it. because they have criminal Prove records. It. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> now the 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 idea is is that I, is I that don't hate Australia. <laughs> a superheated rock hit the atmosphere and it burned up a good chunk of the oxygen, and there hasn't been enough time for the planet to cool down enough to recreate that oxygen. Because for the oxygen to be remade, we have to we the planet needs to cool down. Right. So, okay. So I get what you're saying. Like, so I, I agree that that's the reason why more haven't popped up, but the reason that they went extinct was because we hunted them all. <laughs> like, I mean, that's, we, that's, that's fair. Because, I, because, I, because the hunter gatherer groups, like they weren't like, gee, we sure haven't seen any giant kangaroo recently. Maybe we should stop hunting them. <laughs> they were just like, Hey, look, there's one we haven't seen one in a while. I'm hungry. Kill. Right. 
Right, it's like, oh, you know what? I bet you, I bet you that meat could last us for a while. Yeah. So like, and and the the like megafauna like that didn't run away, so it all got like hunted out. Right. <laughs> but I do, I I do agree with you. That's that's why we we don't typically see like there's not a whole lot. Like we have like elephants and like giraffes and some. But even even in contrast. Even in contrast to even in contrast like to hippos and shit. to elephants from you know three four hundred elephants have decreased in size in the last four hundred years yeah, by yeah. almost five percent. Yeah, uh, it's 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 kind of it's kind of funny and weird that like <laughs> like some of the biggest animals they're like well they're kind of small in comparison. Right, like if you if you ever look at the the skeletons for like baby baby woolly mammoths. Yeah, baby woolly mammoths are half the size, like fresh-born woolly mammoths are half the size of like the largest African elephants. Right. So it's and that, that, that's obviously that's not a scientific scale. That's not exact, but it, it, it's it, it's right there. Yeah, the size difference is insane. And when when we're looking at the story of history, right, and and what we do have and what is recorded. We're, it's basically like reading every every twentieth word, right? Yeah. Like we're able to read every twentieth word that put together. The problem is, is that we as people are are so hellbent, and it's it's not necessarily our fault because our brains are are literally designed by nature to do this to fill in the gaps, right? Yeah. Is that even even among scientists, we we get this small bit of the story, and then we fill in the gap, and suddenly that's what happens, right? Right, so then, even when new evidence presents itself, there's, there's, it, it, it doesn't matter, or it gets brushed aside. Like, there's so much stuff from from history that ends up getting like brushed by the wayside. Like, have you have you heard of the Gnostic Gospels? No, I've not. Okay, so the Gnostic Gospels were, uh, they were they were gospels that were written. Around the same time as the original Gospels, or or a good deal of time later, yeah. But yeah. they were they were considered to be heretical documents, right? Okay. Like yeah, yeah. there's a there's a Gospel of Judas. There is a, a series of, of letters and journals written by Judas that we have that are a part of the Gnostic Gospels, but they're right. considered to be not a part of the Bible because they were discovered way 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 later, like some some like i don't know probably probably some 800 years after the first sea scrolls and whatnot you know what you know what i i i didn't realize that's what they were called but you i have heard of those yeah 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 yeah. there well no there's there's a ton of shit that technically technically should be a part of the bible but like the the vatican's just like Okay, I don't know if it's the Vatican, but I just I'm a conspiracy theorist when it comes to the Vatican. I think they hide a bunch of shit. <laughs> <laughs> they're just like let's just say that they're not not a part of it, right? right? They're they're just like uh, they're like mm, this doesn't quite fit what we want to say. I mean, it's there kind of, but mm, it does. It's not there. It doesn't. Yeah, fit. dude. There are there are over 500 pages of gospel. Yeah, that just simply uh, are excluded entirely from the Bible Bible translations, either because I they just can't. <laughs> yeah, either because the stories themselves have been, uh, you know, get changed because of the details, or 
because you know there's uh, the, conflict, the, the, of yeah, <laughs> conflict of interest in in what it says, right? It's so funny how history works. Yeah, it, it really is, and uh, I I personally I like I find I find it fascinating. But going back to what we were talking about of you know whether whether or not it's worthwhile to try and convince somebody that God exists, it's if if somebody if is that if what we were talking about <laughs> yeah that we we got off on all of this because we were talking about things that you can't prove. Oh right 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 okay, <laughs> and wasting your time on things that you can't prove like. There are some things that it is actually impossible to prove. That e regardless of how good science gets, we will never be able to prove these things. Right. Like unless we get a unless we get a, a fucking time machine that allows us to go back and and see things. And even then, we have to we're, we're basically depending on the science of whatever it is that is letting us travel back in time. Well, uh, showing uh, it, us it what actually happened. It has to be able to allow us to travel back in time and space. And we're talking about time travel. <laughs> you know, who knows how time actually works? Like, maybe there isn't a past. <laughs> you know? Like, maybe maybe once it's happened, that's it. Like, and it's, it's gone like forever, yeah. Snubbed, like, maybe it literally is. Present moment is the time. Like that's what time well, is. So here's the crazy thing: is if we if we actually wanted to, we couldn't we couldn't travel back in time, but we could definitely look back in time. There are there are a right. couple of different ways that we could do it. Yeah. the The first way is if we get like a gigantic fucking mirror out in space, but it would have to be it would have to be like ten billion light years out in space. Right, well, right. Yeah, we we would have to get it that far out. <laughs> it would have to be it would have to be far enough out that the light from however long ago. Dude, hold on. Can you imagine? Just think of this. Think of this. I'm gonna I'm gonna. Uh, can you imagine? Someone does this. Okay, yeah. they're like, all right, we we have this Texas size mirror, maybe bigger, United States size mirror. Yeah. It, it's it's safe. Like we've created it. It won't break. Like if it hits something, it will go on this trajectory. And in, I don't know, we'll just say we figured out how to go faster than the speed of light without humans. And we've figured out how to get it to a certain point in space and time. Um, and so we can look back. But say that happens and like say, okay, it's, it's going to take a thousand years for mm -hmm. it to actually get to where we want to see it. Or where we can actually use it to where it's like it does what we want it. Right. But like along that way, it's forgotten about. <laughs> right. And then someone like is, you know, doing star stuff. <laughs> they just look up and they're like. And then the astrology girls take <laughs> over in the future. Oh, my God. No, you, just, you, you look up like you're doing shit and you just see this. You see this planet because you don't know that you're looking at a mirror. Theoretically, right. you see this planet that has life on it, mm -hmm. but it's slightly less advanced than yours. <laughs> so then you're like, you, then we you spend attempt, you attempt <laughs> to go to that planet, and you just dude, this is a great premise for a science fiction novel. That's my point. Like, oh, dude, this I'm is, gonna get this, writing. How, this is how great. cool would that be? That's a great twist for a science fiction novel, dude. dude. Can you imagine? Like, how? But you're just like, 
like look at this like look look at them down there like they're they're basically us they're just not as advanced <laughs> we found an alien race that is basically we found another planet dude that that's is, livable that is the most human shit that could ever happen it is <laughs> exactly that's the most human thing that could ever happen as far as like space travel well, and like, like basically goes. basically every light year away that the that the mirror got if we could if we could look at it directly it would be showing one light year previous right so if we yeah, didn't so that, if, that's... We, if we didn't have to wait for the light from the mirror to get back to us because actually i mean technically speaking if we had to wait for the light to get back to us would it see oh no no it would still be it would, it would still be showing us the past yeah, it would still be showing us the past. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's, so like yeah, say we figure out how to like shoot it through a wormhole and get to like a, a four four billion light years away, whatever. Right. But it but it only takes, you know, we'll we'll cut it down. We'll say five hundred years. All right. We'll give ourselves let, a little bit. Let's be honest. You know. If we if we are actually if we are actually doing it, like if it's even possible, if it ever did happen, we'd get it out there and it would be turned just slightly off kilter so we couldn't see the. <laughs> Is that the moon? That's a fucking moon, man. Oh my god. <laughs> we'd have nothing to, there. We'd have to send Matthew McConaughey and, and Bruce Willis out to fix it. Right. <laughs> Neither one of them are astronauts. It makes more sense to send the drilling team than to teach astronauts how to how drill. To drill. Yep. Logic. <clears throat> Sorry. Uh, but yeah, okay, okay, sorry, I, I totally interrupted you. So if we send a mirror out in space, we could theoretically look back in time. Well, yeah, so there's there's two different ways that we could theoretically look back in time, right? One is sending a mirror out and then looking at the light from that mirror as it gets back to us that would show us the past. Right. Um, or finding a reflective surface out in space that is pointed towards us and seeing what is reflected off of that light, right? Um, this is this is sort of how scientists know that there was a beginning to the universe, uh, right. because they can see it by looking at certain bends of light in the universe. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or that's or that's what they say. Like we, we don't. Again, this is something we can't really verify. It's interesting science, but it's yeah. it's, it's almost pseudoscience. It's so well. Big. Yeah, I was like, but, well, the, there's there's that, and like the fact that everything's moving and and like it appears to be moving from a source outwards. Right. Uh, so the uh, which, which is also crazy because technically there's an end to the universe. Right. If there's a beginning, that means there has to be an end. Like, well, I was like, there's a point where like there aren't stars, there aren't planets, there aren't galaxies. It's literally nothing. Yeah, where it's there's there's nothing. a there's a spot where things have not reached yet, which like that that right there is a fucks my brain. Yeah, <laughs> like, it just just that just destroys me in the brain. Well, it kind, like, it kind of that, makes you kind of makes you wonder is like doesn't. is like the null is that is that is that void is it endless is there just this this giant gap are we Ooh. are we within are we within a couple of layers like like how does reality function and it's a cool thing to query on. Yeah. But if you fight with people about it, you're stupid. Oh no! Yeah, no. Arguing about it's <laughs> arguing about it's no fun. But like, just talking about it, discussing like, the probability just, is good fun. Arguing and, well, about and, who's and, right and is stupid. Theorizing on what it could like, what it could be, you know, like that's 
fun. I saw a comic that was from a Christian newspaper, and I don't think they intended it to be as cool as it was. Oh, yeah. But it had God sitting at a, at a work desk, mm-hmm. like, in space, and he's just, like, drafting things and then tossing stuff, like, off from his work desk, and it shows the universe expanding out, like, from his work desk. <laughs> And That's I was like, funny. I was like, I know you intended this to be like a teehee science, but it actually ended up being like a pretty cool concept. Yeah. Because then, feasibly, like Stan Lee could be filling in for God at any given point, you know. Do right. <laughs> like, no, that that. If that we start getting fun. superheroes in the next hundred years or so. We know Stan Lee's filling in. Right, right. He he got there. He got the job. <laughs> he, he, you know, he's he's working. He's working as a as a drafting assistant. <laughs> He's like, now that's cool, but what about this? <laughs> He's like, that would be spectacular, but what if we excelsiored his ass into a Spider-Man? God comes back after vacations. <laughs> Stan, you ki- <sighs> I told you to stick to <laughs> the script. Regular people, regular animals. You can't go hybriding them together like that. Hey, maybe that's why we're getting the, all of this stuff of like they're trying to hybrid animal and human fetuses together. It's it's Stan Lee trying to make it work. He's like, all right, how can I make this make sense? He's like, I got to make it work in universe. I can't change the laws. <laughs> it's got to be canon. It's got to be canon. It's got to. I can't just make shit up here. It's got to. It's got to work. Ooh, that doesn't work. Oh, oh my god. god, we're we're dumb. We're dumb. So. But, but my, my, again, my, my point being, oh, the other way that we can look back in time is that everything that happens in the universe leaves behind energy, right? Yeah. Like if you, if you, if you punch the wall, then there is, there's evidence left behind that you punched the wall, right? Because yes, the, the, the energy of that situation is still there. And wh- no matter what, that piece of drywall will always have the energy from you punching it there. No matter how much you repair it, no matter what, it's always there. So in theory, and, and what is what is believed by, by a lot of physicists, is that because energy cannot be created or destroyed, it just changes shape. Yeah. If we could trace the DNA of energy, right? If we could trace the, the back line of energy, we could recreate uh, images of the past. Right. And and there are there are already like certain ways that they, like they can they can test your like obviously they can test mine in your blood look for markers and see vaguely where our ancestors came from. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, though not through twenty three and me, so don't uh, don't get your hopes up. Did you did you see the video about the guy who sent his lizard's lizard. DNA in, and it turned out that, <laughs> that his was, lizard was European? That was amazing. It's an African lizard from Europe. <clears throat> yeah, man. Yeah, Why I not? mean. It's, bound to bound to happen at some point why Um, why not yeah it's it's fucking hilarious hey man look i gotta give it to them (laughs) they've made quite the business model off of dude just like writing shit down on paper i will i will i will fucking i will fucking (laughs) make a service right now where people send me their spit in a tube and i send them back a thing saying they were a viking okay like <laughs> Guys, do you want do mail you me want documentation. Mail me, you, mail me, mail your me spit your spit. 
Yeah. I'll make you a Viking. Clip some toenails, toss them into an envelope, send them to me, and I'll let you know that you were descended from Ragnar Lothbrok. All right. <laughs> N- not only that, life, there's a likelihood you're you descended down. from Thor. Okay. Do you, Do you want to be a Viking? <laughs> send me your DNA, and I will give you some confirmation bias. Yeah, no, they, they, I always tell people are always very excited to get their DNA test back. And for some people, like, I don't, I, I hate to be a party pooper because I know it's an exciting thing when you yeah. don't know much about your past. But in general, like, they get a lot of information from you. And most of the information that they put into those letters is based off of your name. And if they get a picture from you, based off of your pictures. Yeah. I have a, this is kind of a side, I just had a thought and I'm, I'm, I, I'm wondering if at any point in the future we'll have DNA tests, like, you know, you take a DNA test, it's like, where, where are you from? America, you know, like, right. like, <laughs> like, well, anyway, like, it's, that's like, you know, whatever, we'll, we'll say two, 300 years in the future, like, will someone be getting a DNA test? Because if that'll be, still be a thing, whatever. Will you ever, like, it's like, you're from America, you're I don't. American. F- I don't feel like humanity, and it's not that I don't want it to, I just don't feel like humanity is going to progress much farther than where it's at. Where we're, we're just kind of I feel like here. it's going to be, like, I don't, I don't think we're going to die off, I just think it's going to be an, an infinite cycle of exactly where we are. Right, right, this, is, this has been humanity, it was like this for like, a couple thousand, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, ten thousand years. And then, like, the 1900s hit, and we were like, yeah! And then, like, 2000s hit, it's like, well, all right. <laughs> we just yeah, kind of level if, off. If, 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 anything, like if anything, we're going to hit that plateau, and the roller coaster is going to go down again. <laughs> We've been in the... Because think about, think about all the crazy advancements we've had in the last 100 years. 100, dude. 30. And think about all of the crazy... No, but what really has, what really has advanced in the last 30 years? Almost everything we have today I mean, is based off technology from the 1890s through the 1940s. But but it wasn't being used then. Oh, it doesn't so, matter I mean, if it wasn't being used. It was invented then. I'll, I'll give you that, but I, Look, I, don't if, 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 as, if I don't think it counts as advancement until but, it's h- been Hang on, hang on. If a, if, a man, if a man builds a bicycle and then tries to use it as a bookshelf, and then I come along 80 years later and I'm like, oh, wow, I bet I could ride this. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not the brilliant innovator of that technology. I just figured out how to use it. Which, debatably, is better. <laughs> Hang on. Is it though? Because this this goes this goes back to the whole the whole God's eye view, right? Right. Like, because like like we. Do you know when the first electric car was made? I was like 1890 or something like that. Uh, 1890. No, no, no. I'm sorry. No, no. The, the first electric car was made in 1904, and it was made by the company that would eventually become Fiat. Nice. Get and th- this thing, this thing was gigantic. Like it had four giant electric motors for well, its it wheels. Was probably running off of DC. <laughs> right. That's why. <laughs> well, and and it was it was about on the level of what any other vehicle of the time would have been. Right. And they it, it got it got completely shut down. Why? Because coal energy 
was the energy of the time. Right. So, it's not that any of this technology is new. It's that the technology is more useful to the powers that be. Yeah. Because, like, people people love to talk about electric cars. Do you know how long you have to drive an electric car for it to make a difference? 150 years. I don't know. It's being a smartass. Uh, well, no. So, in order for your, your carbon footprint to start going backwards on an electric car, you have to keep an electric car and drive it for eight years. Okay. I mean, and that's providing that you don't have to change out any of the batteries or any of the other right. systems during that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's a that's actually one point of respect. Where and don't get me wrong, it's still uh, mining. It is still a very harsh <laughs> Dude, the environment. But uh, that's one point of respect that I have is crazy. for um, Elon Musk. Tesla. Yeah, yeah, Tesla. Elon Musk. It's not just Elon Musk. It's it's like all his engineers and stuff. It's like they are working to recycle all their batteries so they don't have right. to mine it anymore like they want to take an old tesla take everything out of it recycle it to make new teslas and i, Which I is think good. that's that's the way that that has but, to go if but the, the, but we we even have we even have numbers on that to 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 counteract the economic impact of building them all initially it's going to take over 80 years of people recycling teslas Right. To make up for the amount of environmental damage that has well, been done and, by and building Teslas, <clears throat> and but they're not going to be the only ones. You know, you you have all these other like the major car manufacturers oh, yeah. trying to build smart cars, not smart cars. I'm sorry, um, electric electric cars, cars. Yeah. and and uh, you know we'll have new we'll have new electric car companies <laughs> pop out. I mean, you have you have companies like BMW and Toyota that literally just throw the batteries in the ocean. <laughs> Yeah, but Dude. I mean that's that's how those companies have operated for a hundred years, so they're not going right. to change. Right, Dude, have you have you seen have you seen the boneyard in France? No, I haven't. Okay, so France took their entire police force mm-hmm. and uh, electrified the vehicles. They they took their entire police force and made the vehicles nice. electric. But because it's too expensive to replace the batteries in the vehicles, yeah. and and it's too expensive to get rid of them. There's a, a place they call the Boneyard that is outside of France that has over 10,000 electric vehicles just sitting out there, rotting. Oh, beautiful. Because because it's it's just cheaper for them to pay for that lot and yeah. just leave leave the vehicles there. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Love it. It's, it's, it's fucking funny, dude. Like it's Progression, my dude. Progression. That's what that the, is. That is progress. <laughs> Well, and this is this is the problem: is that people people have the wrong idea of what 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 should be done about these things, right? Yeah. Like, like we are, everybody wants everybody wants to fix the problem, but we only go for the solutions that are down the path of least resistance. Yeah. And everybody's like, it's it's hard to make progress. If you're gonna make progress, you have to make the hard decisions. Okay. Um, <laughs> well then. You know, you you first. Well, no, that's not what I meant. Yeah, no, that's you do not it. what I meant. You go first. I need you to do it so that I don't have to. So that when I'm becomes gonna... easy. No, no, I need you to do it so that when it becomes easy, then I'll do it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, anyways, the entire discussion of try of whether or not 
something exists when we cannot prove it is stupid. That's what, that's what I, that's what we were getting at with that long discussion. Absolutely. And on that note, <laughs> uh, what we were supposed to talk about is when, and, and, and we'll, we'll, we will, we'll talk about it eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, maybe, we were, maybe we're, next podcast. We're going to talk about uh, the way that different writers kill off characters, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I assume you have to go, though. I we do, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we are, are creeping we are... up on that hour mark, unfortunately. Okay, so, uh, they, you know, you guys have been enjoying the rant. I'm glad you guys have been. Um, let us know a topic that you would like for us to address. Um, I keep forgetting to plug it, but we have a Yeezus Beast Reddit. I'm going to make an Endless Epic Reddit page as well. Or or nice. a black dragon. No, maybe I'll do a black dragon tavern Reddit yeah. page. Yeah. That, where you guys can go recommend podcast and video topics. Because I just get so lost in my comments on, like I am always like I'm always like oh just go leave comments on this new platform, and then the comments there get out of hand. Right. But on on Reddit at least I can I can it's I can sort I can sort them sort. I can sort them by rank. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the most popular ones can be included as video topics or, right. or podcast topics. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the meantime, uh, do you have anything that you want to plug, my friend? Um, not specifically. Uh, you All know, right. Just uh, Instagram, Anshon, A-N-N-N-S-E-A-N. Um, and, of course, Real Thick Yeezus on the Twitter and super at The thick, Real Thick super Yeezus. Super Real Thick Yeezus. Uh, over on Twitter. Uh, the TikToks extra thick with two Q's, extra thick. <laughs> and then, of course, you guys can follow me at Real Slim Jesus on Instagram and Twitter at the Real Slim Jesus over on TikTok, and of course, Black Dragon Tavern on all of the things. Uh, and if you guys want to get the podcast early or you want access to any of the developing lore work that I'm doing, you can always hit up the Patreon page, which is. Uh, the uh, Black Dragon Tavern, and uh, you get stuff early, and you get uh, limited release stuff uh, like artwork and um, family lore that is only currently being released there. So, that being said, thank you to all of our faithful listeners. Uh, shout yeah, out to the official reviewer of the podcast, Marcus. Big shout out to Ray and Selena. For always being on the podcast hype train much appreciated um, and and to Irewolf Irewolf's always out there on that hype train yeah, as well true 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 thank you guys so much for listening uh, we love you guys and we hope you will join us on Monday for a dark tale spooky dragons spooky dragons but until then I will remind you to stay bloodthirsty my friends and remember all hail the Black Dragons. We will see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.